0: Welcome to The Earn Powered Life. I am your friend, Earn Inyon. This podcast aims to inspire you to create the life that you want to live. If you are not yet a subscriber, be sure to subscribe and get notified when a new episode is posted. Now let's go on with the show. Last episode, we defined what self is, the different, the different areas we normally base our identity and to where should we anchor our identity. So why most of us base our identity on what we do, our roles in life, religion, gender, social status, ethnicity, and what we possess? The two primary sources that influence our self-identity are childhood experiences and evaluation by others. So let's talk about childhood experiences. The two basic needs of a child are positive regard and self-worth. Okay, let's take this one by one. What is positive regard? Every child needs to be regarded positively. Parang um, binaliktad ko lang, okay. It means we need to be, feel we need to feel valued, respected, treated with affection, and loved. So positive regard, stems from how people see us when we interact. Remember we are talking about a child. There are two types of positive regard, unconditional and conditional. So in this episode, let's focus on unconditional positive regard. Um, positive, unconditional positive regard is what we get from our parents, relatives, and close friends. It means that our parents still love us even if we make a mistake or do something wrong. Well, supposedly, but sometimes our young and immature mind would tell us the opposite. If you doubt that feeling, I want you to remember the time when you were a baby. When you were a baby, I'm pretty sure you didn't do anything except to poop, cry, suck your mom's breast. Some would even bite them. You were not yet toilet trained, so... You wore diapers, and every now and then, your parents would change them. You are so inconsiderate of their time. Many times you would just cry for milk in the middle of the night when your parents are just about to sleep. Magastos ka in short. okay. Um, yet your parents gladly sacrifice all of that for you. I remember my son Ethan, when he was two, he would cry at 2 a.m., and my wife would wake me up to prepare the milk. You know, I tried. Um, at first I tried Simba's approach. So when my, when my wife Wang woke me up, I told her, "Before sunrise, he is your son." But um, that that didn't work. So every every two a.m., I woke up and prepared the milk and give it to to our son Ethan. Uh, that will quiet him and put him back to sleep when i finally got the habit every time i wake up during those unholy hours i would smile and love making that milk for Ethan. you know i didn't think about you know uh it being a disturbance or it 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 cuts my sleep no it it is crazy isn't it so in fact i miss those times but i didn't that is precisely what unconditional positive regard is. Now, going back when you were young and immature, we somehow somehow want to be validated frequently. I'm always, almost always the first to wake up in our house. We live in a two-story house and when I wake up, I would immediately go down to my office and start to work. When my son Ethan wakes up, He would slowly come down as if eight hours of sleep is not enough. Whenever I hear him coming down from the stairs, I would rush and meet him halfway down the stairs and and then hug him and kiss him and tell him how joyful I am that he is awake and tell him how much I love him. And I do that every day, as much as I can. Um, When he was still wearing diapers, I changed his diapers and clean him up. I wash his butt with soap and water. I love doing that for him. You know, he likes watching Dino Trucks, PJ Masks, Transformers, you know, the cartoon series. And I would sit beside him and try to enjoy it. Crazy to think that how the, the extent we go to love our children. Yet last week, I heard him said that I don't love him anymore because I didn't say hi when I passed by him while he was sitting on the couch in the middle of the day. So I asked myself, what? Did I hear that correctly? You know, so a few days, I thought about this while I was drinking coffee at a coffee shop. When across the street, there was a couple of men repairing, trying to repair the road. One has a jackhammer and started pounding the road. So while the noise from the jackhammer penetrated the glass window, the glass window of the coffee shop and piercing my earbuds, I had a eureka moment. So I thought Yes, that's it. When we are young, the feelings of valued, respected and love are not yet secure. Our, as, as parents, we need to hammer that down through words and most especially actions to our kids until thought and feeling are firmly secure. Of course, frequency is subjective and it, and I believe it tapers as the child gets older. There may be times we fail to give them reassurance. Perhaps we just need to be aware neglect won't build up in their minds. In the first episode, I shared to you how I felt neglected as a child. Again, we are five boys and the parenting style of our parents was that they provided us with nannies. You know, my dad was always out, busy working. And allow me to share a little bit about my dad. You know, my dad was a sought-after ship captain in the 1960s and 70s. He commanded some of the largest ships in the world. In the 70s to 80s, he was the head of one of the largest maritime schools in the Visayas. In the 1990s, he became an examiner of the board for Marine Deck, and he was also a best-selling author of books that have been required readings for maritime students for over 20 years. So long before we had GPS, his book on celestial navigation was a book many sailors used worldwide. As reference in navigating their way through the seas so i guess with all his achievements there is no doubt that my dad reached the pinnacle of success in his profession you know the the maritime industry gained one of the greatest captains ever live according to me of course <laughs> it demanded most of his time and he obliged by sacrificing his time with us you know i how i wish my dad and i bonded more because of the demands of his work as a ship captain he was always away from home for months growing up i saw him more of a stranger than as a father this was way imagine this was made before internet and social media so we we didn't have that kind of luxury that we can zoom meet uh, anytime so a few days a few years before my dad passed away I had the opportunity to bond with him. You know, he stayed with us for a couple of months because his room was being renovated. In one of our conversations, Dad shared to me how he felt every time he would leave home and board the ship to work. He would hold his tears when he was saying goodbye, trying to appear strong to us. But upon reaching his cabin, he would break down and cry. He wanted to be with us. As we were growing up, I guess he also felt the the distance between us was getting wider and wider and he didn't really know how to repair it. The golf course and casino were his refuge until the gap became irreparable. As a father, he had his shortcomings, but more so I think I was never I was never a good son. Never, I never gave him my time. You know, in in his last years, he lived with my brother June's house, and his room was literally just a few steps from my dinner table. I was so much into my world that I never sought the time to chat with him, or even say short hellos. Now that I'm also a father, I know how important it is to be sought by your children. You know, sometimes I wish that my son will look for me. And when my boy does look for me, oh my gosh, no words can explain the joy I feel as a father. I have huge respect to OFWs or to those who work abroad to provide for their family. You know, being away from your family is not even, uh, is not even something that I would consider because I know how painful it would be. If you are the son or daughter... Please, try make make it easier for your parents by reaching out to them. Appreciate their sacrifice and do not allow your relationship to drift away. So that's all about my father. So to go back to our discussion on unconditional positive regard. The greatest reward the child will get after receiving unconditional positive regard from his parents is that the child will grow up to be more courageous and he or she will always be willing to try new things and not be afraid of making mistakes. To be fearless is the ultimate power. You no know, Writer and civil rights activist Maya Angelou once said, Courage is one of the most important virtues a person could have, because without it, no other virtue can be practiced consistently. You can be honest, generous, compassionate, and kind occasionally. But to practice all that in a a consistent basis, you need courage. When you practice your virtues consistently, you are able to self-actualize. Self-actualization means you are able to realize your full potential. And isn't it that is what we all want? I just explained to you that self-actualization is dependent on unconditional positive regard. But why is this so difficult to achieve? Didn't we get enough unconditional love for our parents, or we just thought it wasn't enough? Do you have a painful past that you can't seem to forgive yourself? If you feel neglected up to now or feel unworthy, try to ask yourself where is that feeling coming from? Try to pinpoint those events when you were a child that triggered that feeling. Go back to that situation and try to understand it using your current mature mind. Maybe it wasn't what you thought it was. Maybe your parents were in a difficult situation that they can't express their love for you. Maybe they wanted to be there with you but some circumstances prevented them. If you can't see any reason... Just hug your younger self and tell him that it will be okay. Make peace with your past self. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please rate and review this podcast and share it to your friends. Until next time, blessings always.